3: from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning.
3: Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. Uh, you, know I'm, you know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Uh, thank you guys so much for this super successful weekend we just had. The uh, March Against Child Sex Trafficking, the Save Our Children March, uh, was a giant success. I would say the first march that we did, like a month before that, a 1,000 people. I wouldn't doubt if there was 5,000 people at this march. It was amazing. Uh, we marched all over the place. You can see the pictures on my Instagram. So I want to thank all you guys who showed up. The swarm showed up in masses, and I'm so happy to meet all you guys Again, if you do show up to something, whether it's a live show or it's one of these marches and you see me and you listen to the show, please come and say hi. I would love to take a picture with you and meet you. Um, then, the, then the podcast, uh, that later that night at the Comedy Store, we're now calling that the Mother of All Truth Bomb podcast. That was super successful. We had 3,100 people watching it live and the Comedy Store was packed. Thank you again for making that a huge success. I love doing it. And as long as you guys enjoy it, I'm going to keep doing those shows, okay? The next one is September 5th. That will be our next Mother of All Truth Bomb live tinfoil hat podcast at the Comedy Store. I'm trying to get a name for that to come and hang out. So I will keep you posted. Again, that's September 5th. So come down, hang out. It's, you know, the tables are all filled with swarms. So come and we'd love to see you there. If not, check it out on the live stream on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli, yeah, so that's it. Uh, I will be live doing stand-up, okay? Live at the Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin, September 10th, through the 12th. Come and hang out. I'd love to see you guys. One of my favorite clubs to play and one of the best cities for comedy. You guys love to laugh in Wisconsin and it's an honor to come and rock with you guys. I'll be bringing my good friend Zane Helberg with me and we'll be having a fun time and I'll be bringing t-shirts. So hang out and rock. Speaking of t-shirts, if you'd like to support the show, just go to TimfallhatTshirts.com and grab your t-shirts. Uh, there's uh, There's got to be like 30 t-shirts there. There's one for you. That's a great way to help out and help the show, and uh, it would mean the world to me. Uh, we got, I got a bunch of Patreons going. I got I, I'm going to tell you about two of them. Okay, well, I got one Patreon. It is Patreon.com/slash/timfallhat. Uh, uh that is Daily Doses. I put up anywhere from three to five podcasts every week, uh, t- talking about whatever big happened that day in podcasting. It's it's your daily dose. It's your daily fix of conspiracy. So you can either go to Tim, you can either go to Patreon. It's also available on Subscribestar. If you want to go to Subscribestar.com slash Tim Folehat, check that out. I'm also really excited to announce that my new show, Zero, is doing really great. And that's my spiritual podcast. And that's available at this moment exclusively on rockfin.com. That's Rockfin R. O-K-F-I-N dot com slash zero. And it's my spiritual podcast and I love doing it. We do two of those a week there. So check that out if you could. Uh what else we got for you? Oh, yeah, man. Uh I just, I, dude. This show that we're about to do, it's uh, it's really great. So I'm super excited you guys are coming to check it out. But please, uh, I want to give a quick shout out and thank you to our good friends at Cushy Dreams. That's Cushy Dreams, smokable CBD. Yes, smoke your CBD. Cushy Dreams specialized in extraordinary CBD rich hemp flower, a.k.a. bud. And it's pre-rolled CBD. Hold on right here. Hold on right here. Look at this. Look what daddy's got. Dude, this is it right here. Check out this stuff. It is awesome. Look at this. Smokable CBD. It looks like CBD, tastes like, looks like weed, tastes like weed. But guess what? It is not weed. It is CBD. Look at that. Bam. Isn't that crazy? It's totally legal in every single, uh, yeah. That's amazing, dude. Smokable CBD. Look at that. It's pretty cool. Uh, There it is. And it's also, I want to show you it real quick. It's great. Uh, look at that. That's that's smokable CBD right there. That's not weed. How cool is that? Man, that's awesome. Get all the benefits of, uh, of CBD without getting high. And that's great for you trying to be in recovery if that's something you want to do. You know, CBD is great, man. Uh, I will allow the lady to smoke it and she'll give you a good feedback because she loves that stuff. Smokable CBD Stream offers a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. It's cannabis that's shipped directly to you and it's legal in all 50 states. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies and, Just want to smoke their CBD. Kush Dreams, it's smokable CBD. Dude, I told you, it looks like weed, right? It's kind of crazy. It looks exactly like marijuana. Okay, let's pull it back. Let's check this out. Let's check this out real quick. This is kind of cool. Should have done this before. All right, I'll do it after, but there, smokable CBD, dude. Looks like high-quality marijuana, bam. Feels like it, smokes like it, tastes like it, but you know what? It's not weed. It's just all the benefits of CBD without getting high. It's got under 0.3% THC, okay? It's attention to detail in every beautiful flower. Each plant is highly selected by a team of expert CBD flowers. Dude, look at that, dude. Look at that. Look at that. That is so much cooler. That's so cool, right? I'm telling you, man, the weed people get it going. They know how to do it, dude. They're making everything better. I bet you you smoke this. Let's see, you got you got a, your pinky toes hurt and you smoke this. Bam, feels better. Bam. That's what we're talking about, right? Get your lady smoking this, bam. She's ready to rock and roll, dude. The ladies love it. Girls adore it, all right? Everyone, everyone, these hand-trimmed, never machine-trimmed, okay? They they take an arson approach, man. Look at this. This is a Picasso right here, Okay. Independent lab tests to show compliance and purity, all right? Each batch is slow cured for two to four weeks to guarantee maximum freshness and preserve flavor cannabinoid, okay? Cushy Dreams has CBD flower and pre rolled joints. Holla at your boy, all right? So I want you to do this for me. Do me a favor. Go to cushdreams.com. That's K-U-S. K-U-S-H-Y. That's K-U-S-H-Y. And check out the promo. And check out. Use the promo code TINFOIL for 15% off your first order. Smoke your CBDs, boys. Look at that. Bam. Bam.
2: Bam. Hey, guys. Before we start the show, real quick. Uh, Broken Simulation just dropped. It's available at YouTube.com slash Sam Tripoli Comedy or wherever you consume podcasts. Uh, so with... Out any further promotion. Here is Lindsay Sharman. This was a crazy episode.
3: All right. Uh, super excited about this episode today. Uh, you saw this uh, young lady on an uh, past episode. Someone's doing two episodes in one month. Someone must be very lucky or they gotta make a wish. Either way, it's happening. Uh, she was on a uh, the last episode we did with Phoenix. Uh, it was fun. I love that episode. I can't wait till we do it again. Uh, We had the IDF machine, and now she's here to talk again. She's got a great podcast called Rogue Ways. Please welcome back to the show, Lindsay Sherman. How are
1: you? I'm so good, Sam. Thank you so much for having me. It's a huge honor. I want to say what's up to all the swarm who came and said hello after the last episode and subscribed and commented and shared the love. It was was overwhelming and awesome, and I really appreciate it.
3: Well, you have great energy, and it's always fun to talk to you. And I thoroughly enjoy doing that because, like, you know,
1: We could sit in there
3: and we could do geopolitics forever, and you know, just like you know, debating what politicians are, uh, what's their motive, what they're gonna do, are they gonna save us? And I'm just, you know, that can get super depressing, you know. But stuff like that, like I don't know if what alchemy, I I love just the thought of alchemy is is exciting to me. The occult, all that stuff. I'd much rather talk about that. Yeah, Uh, you know, I'd like to at least sprinkle it in more than just focus on that which was like the big part of what this show first started as -hmm. which was you know we gotta stop the cleanse and then you just (laughs) you go deep enough you start to realize that oh you did i i gotta save myself and all that stuff and those conversations are great real quick again can you tell us a little bit about rogue ways
1: Yeah, Rogue Ways is actually exactly what you're talking about. I hit hit on everything. I don't want people to get so bogged down in the details because it's a dark set of rabbit holes and you can get lost down there under the, you know, layers and layers of mud and just never climb out again and it's really easy for people like us to do that and to get bogged down in it. And so uh, Rogueways, I really want people to, um, you know, focus on the, the hope and the positive. And I don't, it's not a, I'm not like a love and light sort of person, even though people I think take me that way. Um, but I do want people to feel empowered to be able to exactly what you said, save themselves and change themselves in order to save and change the world, because that's literally where you have to start. And that's the only thing that we have control over. Right. So it's, I, I go through everything, you know, conspiracy, consciousness, culture, all of it is fair game. Um, but I like to always try to bring it back to that personal and, and what people can actually do with it. You know,
3: it's so interesting. And the more I do this, uh, this show, Uh, The deeper I start going into stuff, the more I start realizing there's so many layers to this. And uh, these layers, it's, you know, I think it's simulation, but it's very much uh, also like, you know, a video game and like you have to unlock certain uh, layers. And when you unlock these layers, you get, you see things differently. You know, I always talk about, it's like, it's like Super Mario and Donkey Kong versus Super Mario and Super Mario Kart. Like it's, (laughs) it's the same guy, but it's just, he sees a different world. And as you unlock these things, you see more, but that also means you can let in more too. And sometimes there's some dark (laughs) energies out there
1: for sure there's dark energies and there's dark entities and there's the ones that we can see easily. We can point to YouTube, you know, and we can be like, you're censoring people and we can like, you know, identify some of this, the Clintons, all that, like you said. And then there's the kind that are a lot harder to point to, a lot harder to nail down and a lot weirder to talk about because we don't, our culture doesn't talk about those things like the unseen and the mysterious really. And when they do, we tend to do it in this way that's very like, You know, like I don't know, yeah, and it's just like, oh, there's that crazy person again. Like, whatever. It's like, well, a lot of people actually have pretty crazy experiences that they never got an explanation for. You know?
3: Well, because we're we're you know through the Rockefeller uh, school system, we are we are plugged into cookie cutter, and it's we're given a set of rules to live by and if you obey those rules and regurgitate those rules and those talking points you get rewarded and if you don't you get pounded on and i i i am barely functionally literate barely <laughs> uh i mean good luck getting you me writing I'm, johnny has to write everything out i <laughs> no and I, i'm functionally i'm functionally illiterate let's just say that <laughs> uh, but i do believe in my heart of hearts that the the laws of physics and i say it's a lot were simply created to box us into a certain way of discussion to seeing things yeah. and if those things don't if things fall out of that then then you got to dismiss it as not possible yeah. and when and again it's like when you start unlocking stuff you see more but also when you start locking up stuff you only see into a small kind of certain way um which is very interesting, and what I wanted to talk to you about is kind of what you you had uh, you know told me you were interested in coming on the show to talk about, and that is like demons and spirits yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that oh uh, and you know it's like so interesting like when people you know the religions and the way we think of religions and how everybody's super religious but you start talking about demons possessing people and everyone's like whatever crazy person and it's just, it just doesn't even make sense <laughs> now xg you are you're hispanic is that correct you're one yeah, of the what the Mexican. what we call the mexicans yes.
0: right <laughs> i was about i really want to know because in my community it's my dad It's happened to my dad he says all of a sudden some chick starts speaking a different language she's super strong oh, wow. a little bit before that some crazy like the paper cups were upside down shit like that they also do the um where they go pray to the virgin mary but it's the death of the virgin mary it's yeah. the one the cartel the cartel like the really dark loves one.
3: Them. Yeah. yeah the dark
0: that. one and like it's funny because he's religious but he does believe it but my mom thinks it's fake but it's like how do you go to church and believe that jesus is real and then someone can't get possessed because then you watch the exorcist the exorcist fucks so many people up that movie (laughs) was crazy
1: yeah with
0: the chick turning her head around fingering herself but (laughs) did you know that the uh, exorcism was on the rise in 2018
1: no really
0: yes i I was looking that up the exorcism was on the rise The, uh, the catholic priest was giving it to people i was wondering if you knew why
3: is it Is it called people? exorcism or is it called demonic possession cuz it so, sounds like when people are fingering themselves they're having <laughs> demonic <laughs> orgasms which sounds like exorcisms. Dude,
1: well that's there's like the incubi and succubi thing which are the entities that want your sexual energy so that I mean that ties into it too. I think really they want any of your energy they can get and whatever whatever way they can get it they're super happy to do. Um and I'm not I'm not like a Catholic church church expert so you know, forgive me, but I did read The Right, which is a book by Matt, uh, what's his name? I want to get him on the show. I want to interview him so bad, but he's basically a Catholic priest who wasn't necessarily like a firm believer in all this stuff. And then he got um, conscripted by the church to go do, um, to learn how to do exorcisms. And so, demonic possession happens to people in, in that sort of line of thinking, this Catholic Christian line of thinking. And then the exorcism you know, what happened to get rid of the demonic possession, get the demon out of you and, and unattached from you. And then I sort of come from a more um, mix of like Christianity and and Native American shamanism in my view and my understanding of it. And I'm not locked into either of those things. That's just sort of the background that I have. So a lot of the words I use or the things I talk about. will well, have that sort of flair to them um but so there's a lot of different cultures and different ways of looking at it but they all have some things in common um and the fact that dark entities exist for me it's a fact i've experienced it i've seen it i've seen things that otherwise are unexplainable um and yeah i think most cultures sort of the the ones that are still in touch with spirituality it all have that as a unifying ideology that these things exist. tell us
3: a little bit about your demonic possession
1: so I don't well I'm I've never been possessed. So I'll just say you that. Had
3: a, demonic <laughs> attachment?
1: I've had a i have had had a demonic attachment is the what best is way the to difference? describe it. Like it's I, for me, possession is like that thing is now you've agreed to let it inside of you and it's in you, like it's part of you, like it has taken over the function of your of your body and your mind.
2: Well, and what is
3: an attachment?
2: That actually So the Um
1: Go
2: ahead. Now a possession is that something that's consensual? Like you said, you've agreed or can it be done against your will as far as you know?
1: As far as I understand things, it cannot be done against your will, but your will okay. your will letting it in can be pretty sneaky. Like they're really, really sneaky. They, they know how to get you tricked and get you to agree on various levels well, of being. Cannot, that's where the Ouija cannot... board
0: comes in. That's where the yes. Ouija board comes yeah. in. You're letting it in. You playing yes. it is letting it inside. So if you yes. don't play it, you can watch someone play as uh, long totally as you don't did, touch yeah. it. As long as you don't touch that board, you're, it's all fun and games. But once you yes. put your hands on that thing, they say, it might attach to you? You can't get rid of the board. You have to burn it. Sometimes it comes back. I don't know. It gets creepy. Right? Yeah. Lindsay,
3: can, can someone the next day regret letting the demon in and can they yeah. me to the demon? <laughs> Are they allowed to do that?
1: No, it doesn't work as easily on a demonic level as it does on the <laughs> human level, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish. I wish it was that easy.
3: Tell us about your attachment.
1: So it was actually exa- a lot like, um, uh, you were just saying that, the, it, but it wasn't a Ouija board. It was um, tarot cards, actually. And I still read tarot, which might be confusing for people. But if we get to the end of the story, you'll understand why. <laughs> so... Um, basically, I did not understand what tarot cards were. I didn't understand what demons were. I didn't have like an idea of these things at all. This was not part of my experience of life or my belief system at all. I was a materialist, if anything, and I had a sort of Christian background, but it was just like a thing we did. We just went to church. We didn't really like talk about, you know, the afterlife or demons or any of this stuff at all, which is true of, I think, most people who go to churches of various religions is they don't really Get into like the nitty gritty beliefs of the religion, they're just kind of doing it because it's a thing passed down in their culture. But, um, I went to basically this sort of party, and this girl, uh, who was a drug addict, and I was also a drug addict at the time, if it matters to anyone, (laughs) um, but I Yeah, hi. (laughs) I feel much better now. Um, (laughs) But she was doing tarot readings. And, uh, and so everybody was getting a tarot reading. And I was just like, oh, this is like a weird card game. It's supposed to like tell your future. And like, you know, that's kind of stupid. I don't really believe in this bullshit, but whatever. I'll give it a try, you know. So she does a, a reading on me and, um, part of the way she does tarot readings, and this is the way I learned to do it from her was that she starts it off by inviting a spirit into guide the reading. And that oh, was, oh man, that was it. That was the end of that story. Basically, like as soon as you say to any, you know, these things are waiting around basically for your consent. So if you're like, yes, come in and, and help me with this. They're going to, I think. <laughs> and, and one did.
3: That's freaky.
1: And I had no, like I said, no understanding. I wasn't like, oh, no, don't call on spirits. I was just like, okay, that was like weird. It was a weird thing to do, whatever. (laughs) And then the reading. Okay, that sounds
3: weird. So when you said (laughs) that, were you like, what are you doing? Or you're like, okay, this sounds like fun.
1: I was just like, that's a weird thing this girl does, I guess. I'm just like, like, you know, I was like, she's going to give me this reading or something. Like, who cares? I didn't really, I don't really remember having like a lot of thought or emotion about it. It was just like a thing that happened. Um, but then once she started doing the reading, then I started, then that's when my attention was peaked because my reading was really, really weird, in that if you know anything about tarot, that's just the regular, like, deck of cards. It's the minor, it's only, like, 20, 22 of these cards, and they're, Um, much more powerful and archetypal and like these foundational powerful forces in our lives, you know, and so they come up more rarely. And if anyone's been doing tarot readings or knows about tarot readings, their cards are reversed sometimes. And that's also, you know, at at most 50% of the cards, but even less, usually, honestly, there's not a lot of reversals. And so, She was doing my reading, and every card she turned over, she started getting more and more weirded out and freaked out. It's a 10-card reading, and by the 10th card, 100% of my cards were Major Arcana. So that's like almost half the Major Arcana cards in the deck, and they were all reversed. And she was, like, losing it at this point. She was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This reading is crazy. I was like, me? You're the one doing the reading. I don't know what's going on. What the hell? And she was like you know so her her response to that experience freaked me out more than anything because i didn't even know what a tarot was
3: even though we (laughs) might not know the exact cards can you tell us what the cards you saw and what those cards meant or are we going to let shit in
1: i can no we won't let anything in we're in a we're in a protected space here okay thank you we're good (laughs) but i can show you some of my cards that are major arcana and you can get an idea like here's one you were just talking about alchemy this is an alchemy card that might have what does that represent um this alchemy card represents the sort of exactly what it it looks like and and the idea of alchemy itself is that you separate things into their component parts everything is sort of a dual nature there's like masculine feminine fire water you know dark and light moon and sun and and alchemy is you're separating them out into their component parts into getting them their most like pure aspect and then recombining them into one basically um sorry when so that have,
0: when you when they play the game you have to shuffle the cards right just like in poker or something is there a certain yes. amount like a well, certain, if you do it too much does it work can you overdo it
1: i don't think you can overdo it when i'm doing readings for people now um i shuffle it for them and i just do it until i feel like it's ready to go if that makes sense it's all it's all based on like intuition now and i do not invite any spirits yeah that
3: sounds like a bad idea (laughs) it's a bad idea maybe you shouldn't go to tarot readings from people (laughs) tweaking their balls off yeah
1: (laughs) I've been up
3: for four days.
1: All the dark arts, hang out. Yes, exactly. Because also, I mean, I genuinely feel like when we're doing drugs like those, especially hard drugs, you know, um, we're vacating our self, we're vacating our spirit, we're vacating our mind and our body to some extent, and something wants to take that spot for us, you know? So it's easier to get attachments in those states of mind when we're not fully present in ourselves, right? Um, so I think there's that already going on and then she invited this in. And so then, you oh, know, man. things got wild. Oh, <laughs> it took this... me a long time to figure it out though. I did not in any way feel like anything significant I had even happened. I can't believe there hasn't
3: been some teen horror flick about this.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: What's the so, next card? Um, do you have any other of those cards? Do you know oh, any of the other yeah. cards that she, uh, that she showed you?
1: No, I don't remember. all. Cause again, that at the time I was like, I don't even really care about this moment in my life. Like, it's just a thing. That's so you happening. get, the,
3: the, <laughs> you get, um, uh, attached. What, what happens?
1: Well, again, I didn't know at first that anything had happened. Um, so, and I'm, and I'm fuzzy about how long the next series of events took to full unfold. Maybe it was like at, at most a year. Um,
3: it it was a slow year. You were attached to this thing. This thing was what, like riding you like a backpack or some shit like that.
1: (laughs) Well, so you, you think about it from this thing's perspective, right? It now has this attachment to me, um, to which I agreed by taking part in that ceremony, basically. Right. Um, so I gave it my consent at some level, even though I didn't know what was happening at all. Um, and it, and if it just came out and instantly was like, here's some terrorist shit, like, your head's going to twist around, you're going to spray puke all over the place, like, then you know now, so it's like, shit is bad, and you need help. So it doesn't, it doesn't want to come full force and really freak you out like that, right? It wants to, in fact, get it so that you agree more and more to know what's happening and to be cool with it and to want it. The so, best, go ahead.
0: So it starts off with like a pencil missing. I know that sounds dumb, but like, yeah. hey, I hear, I hear this noise, and it, Like, the movie's kind of like, it escalates till you're like, holy shit, something's really fucking going on. And then no one believes you at that
1: point, right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. (laughs) And I... Like so, my mistake was then being really interested in tarot, and being like, "Oh, this is actually kind of a cool like party trick and a thing to be able to do." So you know, and I'm like doing a lot of crystal math at the time. I have hours to fill of time, <laughs> and so um, that doesn't give any credibility to my story. I realize, but no, anyway. no, no. We've de- you're
3: not. The- have you talked to Jessa Reed before? No. You guys should do it. I mean, I have to set that one up. We have to do like a swap cast, three of us, because she did a ton of speed as well. (laughs) But she talked to people who ran the, the simulation, which is so interesting because... Everything that she told me, and listen, this is not endorsement of doing speed at all. Please no. don't take that. <laughs> it ruins your Please life. Yes. I'm not endorsing this at all. But when she 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 came on, she she did my show, and she talked about how all all the lessons that these these things, archons or whatever, told her. So wow. later on, I had this Buddhist woman on named Von Galt, and she's like listing the exact same things. Wow, that uh, uh just It said, now here's an interesting, you know, you were just talking about, you know, speed, let people in <laughs> you slowly things. What if it's like that's somewhat happening with homeless people? Yes. What if they're so deep into their drug <laughs> use that demons have attached themselves to them? And that's why, and they, it just, yeah. it's done. And no, you know, that's... you see them talking to themselves, maybe they're talking to their demons, you know, like, yeah. Mark Marin has a bit one of his my, one of my favorite Mark Marin bits was that you know we don't know who that homeless guy's talking to like yeah. we think he's talking to himself what if he's really talking to God he's like I can't and God's like <laughs> you have to run the world he's like
1: I can't I can't do it you're like <laughs> yeah oh,
3: I'm looking at that guy right you
1: need a break you have to step in <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: right. and, and, but what if what if that you know in a flip of that that's what could be happening with uh, demonic possession, that yes. these homeless people are just possessed.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I, will, I can tell you how I know for sure that's happening. <laughs> if you oh. want to jump to the craziest uh, level, yeah,
3: totally, one hundred percent.
1: Like, so if we're for fast forwarding a lot, the the fast forwarded version is I like okay, all so of these, we'll get, then hold that
3: thought. I just okay. take me through this because I, I just okay. think this is crazy. Johnny's so scared, <laughs> he won't even move. Look, he's frozen, like, he's <laughs> doing his own planking mannequin <laughs> thing because he doesn't want the zombies to see uh, the, the fucking. Are you afraid of Their demons,
1: vision. Johnny?
3: Being from North Carolina,
1: being from North
2: Carolina, uh, yeah, well, Wake Forest, <laughs> <Deacon> <laughs> I mean, I grew up, you know, Southern Baptist, we don't really talk about that stuff much in in the south you know i don't know i don't know why it's just not part of our tradition as much uh but yeah i mean the exorcist always scare the shit out of me because i you know believe all that stuff uh well you but, know, what's so, you know or, you something know, some interesting
3: about that johnny is that like your faith does determine how you see things meaning whether you think they exist or not i you know i i got brought back onto the cw for that mysteries decoded and Johnny, you saw that video that I they they had us look at, which was that guy in Turkey who's yeah, outside that's cr- his That's his, crazy um, his little uh, mom and pop store, and he is like has his back to the street and he's like, you know, um you know, the vegetables that he's selling, he's playing with them, and out of nowhere in the video, this guy just appears, right? Out of nowhere, and it's on video, and you can wow. look it up. And he just walks by. And he taps the, the, the store clerk on the shoulder. The guy turns around. Suddenly, the, there's this truck that comes around the corner, and the gate lets go. And the gate swings around right at the time the guy turns around, and he misses him. Whoa. The guy's Ooh, like, what the I fuck? I got chills. <laughs> Looks over, and the dude who tapped his shoulder gone wow. so the reason i'm bringing this up is because this happened in turkey and the reporter who reported when it went national or international uh was on the show and he had an interpreter who was also from turkey sounded very westernized and we were asking him do they believe in like ghosts or like and in their religion i, I could get this wrong so yeah. if, if anyone is is in into islam could tell me they don't believe in ghosts i
1: believe they have jinn
3: what, they have gins
1: yeah which is but, basically demons
3: but yeah. what would that fall under though that de- I, I don't think a demon's like ah you know I, for one day i'm not gonna be an asshole <laughs> hey do watch yourself like, <laughs> yeah. moves
1: on. well there's this interesting idea that uh you have sort of like guardian angels and then demons and they're both they're both after your soul basically right and so if you could die today and it would serve your guardian angels better they would kill you they would let you die but, but but if it would serve your demons better, they're going to keep you alive, or you know, like if they want you to live. Oh, so, that sucks! I don't know if that has any merit, but there's one possibility. That just
3: scared the shit out of me. So <laughs> I got to make sure it's better for me to be alive.
1: For your hopefully for your angel's sake too, because you don't want to be serving demons. So that sucks. <laughs> it's, there's it's this uh,
2: there's this crazy idea. video on YouTube um, at a soccer game about in, in some somewhere and i think in the middle east maybe in africa one of the muslim african countries I you can't tell from the video but this guy kind of has a collision with another guy and the, the head the title for the video is like soccer player possessed by a djinn or something like that and he kind of bumps into another guy and then he just starts his back starts arching like this and he starts flipping off the ground and like doing all these weird it's very wow. strange it, yeah it's crazy i mean i think probably he had some kind of brain injury yeah uh, he's just and, like spasming you know, yeah but, but what's it's, the
3: brain it's, injury that makes you flip around like a fish yeah. out of water well
2: i mean if you think about it like people who die of tetanus i don't know if you've ever seen image or paintings at least that there's a famous painting of someone dying of tetanus and all their muscles like yeah, they constrict life. and they can get into this unnatural position where their back is arched like this off the ground and their feet are curled up and they can just oh. be in pain like this i think the painting is like a soldier dying of tetanus or something is the name oh. of the painting and so i think i mean yeah there's you know there are things that can make your muscles fire like that but it's if you're interested in a video of what is alleged to be a gen possessing a human uh check that out on youtube j-i-n-n well oh, i found it it's called soccer player taken by angel of death oh there you go wow. yeah, yeah.
1: And it's one that's
2: just called Jen that I'm looking at, but yeah.
1: and it can't um, be DJ I N N two. So DJs yeah, are demonic. That totally J. makes <laughs> sense. Yeah,
3: right. That totally. Everyone's on ecstasy. <laughs> you know, it just it's a,
1: that's
2: the work of the devil. I love devil. this
1: venue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think the guy just got hit in the head for that one. But it's um, interesting.
1: Yeah, because you'd have electric like shocks. It could be electric, electric. Yeah. So so
3: sort of. you 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 do this reading. And you let this guy in, at what point do you start to sense something's going wrong?
1: It, it took a me guy. a long time. Yeah, true. Who knows what its gender is, but you assume it's gender. Yeah, oh, 20 yeah. Sam. Thank you guys. I'm so sorry.
3: My apologize. Apologies to the 470 to different the fucking spirit genders out there. My apologies.
1: Right um it it took me a while I don't know why I was so dense but like I said I didn't really believe in any of this I didn't really have a background in that and so it just wasn't part of my my before
3: you get in that sorry and everyone's gonna be like Sam let her talk just Just one thing I wanted to talk to you about you mentioned how everybody has a yin and yang in them right which is like very old ancient knowledge which is kind of funny that everyone's like arguing over gender right now yeah. because like an ancient ancient and people got flip out on the oh sam you're beginning. no i'm just telling you what in old old knowledge ancient knowledge is that everybody has male and female in them yeah and it's a Absolutely. little bit of both instead of like in society some people want a billion genders some people <laughs> want like two genders and like it's actually somewhat in between which sounds crazy but the reason I what you said is like the 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 sun and the the moon and yeah yeah. it's like goes back to why I'm on this kind of like rut of calling like Elster Crowley the the Carlos Mencia of the occult because (laughs) you know so above, so below, which is what you're talking about. What is yeah. opposite? You know, like it's like what's what you see on the outside is what you see on the inside. What's yes. what's above is what's below. It's kind of this like it's it's the yin and the yang of everything. Am I off on that one? I think that's kind of what what we're talking about here. Yeah. And once again, Alistair Crowley is a hack. He's just yes. a giant hack.
1: <laughs> yes, he absolutely is. I and think he, he just wanted a lot of attention and well,
3: he knew no, how to he, get it. <laughs> he is 100% a part of this dark arts thing, which is to flip everything that is sacred and make it into like uh, uh, dark, dark energy, you know? And to
1: pretend like that's somehow like, you know, enlightened or like, Ooh, it's so ooh, magic you know, like you're, Yeah. It's oh,
3: a more yeah. beta crap. I'm so tired yeah. <laughs> of these beta dictators like acting like they run stuff. I mean, now everybody's telling me the stories that Alistair Crowley was like a James Bond type. I mean, ah, dude, that fat guy (laughs) is like a super spy johnny barbara, Bush,
1: barbara bush's dad barbara bush's dad man just <laughs> go sure. through a time warp
3: hole and just even see yeah. shoot all over the place so okay so sam's gonna shut up which i'm sure everyone's gonna enjoy and uh, so this thing starts happening slowly yes. you start sensing something's not right
1: so basically i started having um sleep paralysis and so and i also didn't know what that was at all i just knew that i would wake up in the night and i couldn't move and i would be very aware yeah it's scary <laughs> It was scary. It was scary. And then I, I, I had this um, person who invited me to this um, sweat, which, if you know what a Native American sweat lodge um, it's all you know, you cover, the, you cover the structure That's in, the in blankets, Ugh. you make it out of like bent poles, and there's a pit in the middle, and you burn rocks for like days and days. You do all these prayers and everything. You throw the rocks into the pit in the middle of the tent, and you throw water on it. It's like a steam bath, basically, <laughs> um, but it's ceremonial. And so this woman invited me and a bunch of people to it. And, I, and again, I'm like smoking crystal meth you know whatever <laughs> whatever I can and and whatever and so um but I'm like sure I'll go to a weird sweat lodge thing like whatever that is and at the sweat lodge thing I was telling someone like I have because they were saying like they felt something dark near me or whatever and I was like I don't know what you're talking about but I am experiencing yeah, it's called this crystal thing math. yeah it's called drugs <laughs> <laughs> um But I was like, I have this thing that's happening to me where I'm like, I wake up and I can't move. And it's really scary. Like maybe you're, maybe you're sensing that or whatever. And she was like, oh, well, when you, when you have that happen, you can repeat this mantra, make a mantra for yourself that you can repeat and it'll make you feel safe. So you can just stay calm throughout it. And so, you know, I made some sort of mantra. I was like, okay, I'll try that. And it was something like, I'm safe. Everything's fine. I'm safe. It's like an affirmation basically. Right. And so the next time it happens, I just do that. And so I kind of learned how to be calm through the sleep paralysis but it still happened. It still kept happening. And so I was like, I don't know There there was no internet at this time. So I had no way of like trying to learn about it or, you know, understand what, what it was. Uh, and, um, and eventually, and I also didn't know this happens to one tenth, I think of sleep paralysis people, but eventually it, it culminated in an event. But right before that event happened, things started happening around me that were pretty weird. Um, so in the meantime, I had started doing my own tarot readings, and I also would invite the spirit, which I believe was the same spirit every time, to do the readings, and they were crazy accurate. Like that, people would like freak out when I do tarot readings for them, and so I developed this name in like high school as like the, the the tweaker who would do tarot readings. I guess <laughs> the tarot oh. card reader. <laughs> yeah,
3: that sounds um, like some Biggie Smalls. Right, the tweaker tarot card reader. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: I was such a like weird anomaly. Like I was like 4.0 student who also like did a bunch of really hard drugs and did tarot readings for fun on the weekends. Like,
3: well, sometimes people get into drugs because they, (laughs) their head's so active. Yes. And that's just a way they want to just be able to chill out for two seconds. And when you're tweaking, you just want to chill out for about three days.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Endlessly. (laughs) And by chilling out, I mean doing like nonstop activity. Yeah. Well, Um, that's how great.
3: So so women, when they become tweakers, they become Bob Vila. They want to be, they, they <laughs> want to flip houses. They want to the like, thing. they want to, they want to just fix the house. That's right. True. When guys become tweakers, they're just, they set high scores on Pornhub. And it's just, yeah. it's like, they, they literally break porn. They're like, I've seen all the videos. Get it going, Pornhub. <laughs> right. just
1: waiting for more uploads. Yeah. It's such an,
3: <laughs> it has something to do with the chemical. uh, Like, you know, the. The Japanese made it, but they gave it to the Nazis, and the Nazis just tweaked it. You know, they put (laughs) some occult shit on that action as well, and it just flips everybody into like again going back to the yin and yang, and you know, the uh, everybody has male and female uh, energy in them. Yes. And that's yeah. where we end up getting to. So you were like a fucking teenage girl, reading tarot cards, <laughs> fucking fixing all your family's house furniture. Yes. <laughs> you were multitasking.
1: Right. Multitasker extraordinaire. Yeah. And so people, people would come and do these readings and some of them would get really, really freaky. Um, I have a bunch of stories from that too, but I clearly seem to have some sort of help or like gift with this. Um, and, and so I think that that was that spirit as well looking back on it but things started to get weird too like um things would move nearby to me just objects would move and I again had no I had no frame of reference for this I just you know you explain it away you're like something like moves in front of you and it doesn't make sense and it shouldn't have moved but you're like "Eh, it was like a breeze or you know like when you put a cup on and there's water and it just moves like it's something like that I just like who knows what the hell um so at the time that these things happened again I was just like I don't know, like a thing happened, I guess. But but later looking back, I was like, oh shit. Like it was trying to like get my attention or like fuck with me or something. Do you remember a, it... a
2: particularly striking example of that something moving?
1: Yeah, the one, the one that sticks out the most because there's somewhere it was just literally something in the middle of a table would suddenly be on the floor. And I'm like, that's how? Like there's no breeze, there's nothing. Like how did it move at all? But the one that really messed with my head that, that made me realize something was happening was that there's this flashlight that we had that was plugged into the wall to charge as uh, a rechargeable flashlight and to turn it on you have to take it out of the wall you have to depress a button while you're holding the button depressed you have to flip the switch all the way back so it's back into the you know the plug-in part is back in the receptacle like in the flashlight and then press the on button you have to do all those things to make the flashlight turn on the flashlight fell off the wall and turned on and I was like in a hurry to get to a party or just somebody was like waiting for me outside in the car, you know, so I'm like rushing and I just like pick it up. And I'm like, Oh, whatever. And I try to plug it back in. I can't. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Cause you have to like pull the thing out to press the button and like turn it off and then plug it into the wall. Just like the reverse that you have to do to turn it on. And then as I'm doing all that, I'm like, wait, how, the how did it even turn on? How did it come off the wall? How did it depress its own button flip all the way around do all that in a split second and turn on like that, so I just like dropped it and ran because I was like, "That's kind of freaky!" <laughs> like I have no idea what the hell just happened. Um, that is
3: crazy.
1: It was scary. So
3: crazy.
1: So I can't. I still can't explain that. Obviously, except that all the things that happened combined or like make it pretty obvious looking back in retrospect. But I, um you know that that happened. Another one that was not. You know, this could just be anything, but I experienced it, and so from my point of view, I'm sitting in my computer playing Minesweeper because I was a Minesweeper kid. (laughs) And what is Minesweeper? Oh my God, it's like the it's so old. It's the Microsoft one
2: of those games that was free with Windows, you know? Right, like Like Solitaire or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's for yeah. dorks it's like really really a dorky game yeah. um so i'm playing solitaire or what well, Minesweeper, or whatever on my computer and i my i feel this like really bad feeling like somebody is watching me but i'm home alone absolutely alone it's nighttime i'm like that's like weird i'm just being weird i guess then I feel like this, like really cold, it's really cold in there. And I'm like, this, this, the heat is on and you know, like it shouldn't be this cold, but I just get this like chill. And I'm like, what the hell? And I like turn around to look. Cause I'm like, someone's like looking at me or something. There's no one there. My dog comes from the back room. This is the sweetest dog anyone's ever met. He'll go up to any stranger and just like lick them and love them. He's never growled a day in his life ever at anything. He's never, he doesn't bark. He's just like the nicest, sweetest, calmest dog comes out from the back room and he's growling which I instantly am like, what the hell? Cause I've never heard, he's like 17 at this point. I've never heard him growl ever. And I'm like, and I'm already feeling this like negativity and like right where I was looking for somebody to be standing, staring at me is where he's growling. And I feel it coming closer to me. And I'm like, what the hell? Like No. And I run into my bedroom and like hide under my covers. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, is that going to stop no a
3: demon? She's like, damn, no. she shut the door. <laughs>
1: she's she's under the blanket of safety you can't touch (laughs) her
3: (laughs) i do believe dogs can see spirits and babies can see spirits for sure
1: for sure yes absolutely babies i think are really connected to source and they can see all the things that we've trained ourselves out of seeing um in our society but so that that was pretty bad in itself the the feeling sort of like it didn't follow me, I guess it, it, again, I think that they want to not scare you too much, but also get like closer and closer until your agreement. And the fact that I was doing readings and, and calling on the spirit probably made it very happy because it was getting more and more attached to me throughout that time. Um And I was still having the sleep paralysis throughout all of this. So the culminating event of the sleep paralysis was um pretty intense and it was the moment where I realized that really something was happening and that there was an entity that was um had been doing all these things um and it all sort of came together so so that
3: it's so so you you, there's a moment where you're like okay something is going on here right uh did did you ever have a moment where maybe you were communicating with it
1: Yes. Like, hey, think- my
3: name's Bob. I'm a dark entity from the 37th parallel, and I, I'm that's here to kids. haunt your butt. I haunt butts. I'm the, right. I'm the I'm the I'm the demon spirit of butts. Okay. I just and want to interject
2: to real butt. quick. I know that sleep paralysis in the uh, in the 19th century was called having a witch on your chest. Uh yes. that was kind of a name for it. So that's that's an interesting connection to this. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I, that's to suggest that it has been uh, linked with like dark energy or whatever before.
1: Oh, exactly. Wow, that, that
0: Mexicans say it's a demon sleeping on your chest. That that's yes. why you can't get up. That it's like holding you down. That's the same same shit. See?
1: Same shit. Yeah. yeah. And that and this is multi. So years later, when the internet came out, <laughs> I learned exactly what you guys just said. And this has happened in every culture around the world. It's been documented for you know hundreds, if not thousands, of years. And so this is a thing that people experience. A lot of people experience it. And I don't think many people who experience it want to hear that it's connected with dark entities and demons. But I think they should hear it in case in case that's true, and then they can do something about it because hundred percent of people have the ability to stop this from happening to them
3: so uh did you have any out of body experiences with this or anything like that but
2: yeah. I want I think we skipped the Sam. you did have that good question about communicating with it uh, okay right.
3: thank you Johnny Thank
1: you yes, yes. <laughs> it's good to have a Johnny so i uh, <laughs> I think that the tarot the tarot readings themselves were a form of me communicating with it because what I, I think was happening was the um, entity was guiding which cards and which placement and sort of my ideas I would have about how to interpret that. And so in a, in a way that is a form of communication, but more than that, did I know? Cause I didn't even know that that was really happening. It wasn't
3: like girl, girl. Right.
1: No. <laughs> like
3: in Ghostbusters. I
1: yeah. Am no. <laughs> I am Gozer
3: the Destroyer. None of that stuff. <laughs> None of
1: that stuff. Okay. Um, but the the freakiest moment of, of horror was that um, I had the sleep paralysis again, and it was right after that event with my dog growling and, you know, the bad feeling in, in my house. And um, I don't remember if it was the exact same night, but it was within, you know, a few days of that. And so I, and I had been trying to figure out, like, what was that that I felt? My dog's growling at it. Is it, you know a ghost. Cause that's what I want to think. Cause I don't want to think that demons exist. Right. So I'm like, it's just gotta be a ghost. Like it's just a ghost. Um, so I have the sleep paralysis again. Um, I, I come, I wake up and this time it is kind of like out of body experience. Um, uh, which I also have had others since then, but in the sense that I'm not really like out of my body fully, but I can see the room around me perfectly as though my eyes were open. So clearly i was out of my body and i was seeing with like my mind's eye or my astral eye i believe or- in all that dude I believe <laughs> it was
3: weird in all that man i have out of body memories yeah i've talked about before i've seen like i have memories of me walking into a room and then me seeing it from the other side of my 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 yeah. house i grew up in that's wow. the memory i don't have a memory of me walking through looking i have the memory of me watch, walking through the door it's it's so crazy,
1: yeah, well, this is what I mean. I think more people have had experiences like that than not. I think if people really got down to it, they'd realize like we have to admit there's other things going on. We just don't have a, a materialist explanation for them, but we have spiritual explanations for them, and so i'm I'm in my room i'm I'm having this uh, sleep process for probably the hundredth time. So I'm just doing my mantra. I'm calm, but this time I can see, which is new. And I'm like, well, what is this? How can I see if my eyes are closed and I'm asleep and I can't move and I can turn and look at things and and sort of move a little. And so this is weird. And then I feel that same feeling that I felt that had been like looking at me, that my dog had growled on. I feel it coming towards my room and I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) I'm like, I can't move. I can't wake up. And this thing is coming. Oh my God. And and I, and it's coming, it's coming. I hear my dog growling on the other side of the door as it comes through the door and it's like a black mass of of like cloudy darkness really yeah and i'm instantly obviously terrified but i'm also doing what anyone would do which is trying to rationalize it so i'm like it's a ghost it's just a ghost it's just a ghost and it's fine like it's just gonna come in and tell me that it's dead and it doesn't know how to get to like heaven or whatever the fuck people do after life and that's all that's going on here and everything's gonna be fine like i'm just trying to stay now, this is
3: it still in high school yeah i was where were your parents during this
1: 16 well my my father died when i was 11 so he well, was not apologies. around that's I'm okay <laughs> no it's not and here. where's your mom? And she worked nights. So she was at the hospital. So I'm like alone. My sister's at someone's house and my brother had already moved out because he was like 20. He would have been 21 or 22 at this point. Damn.
0: You, You mentioned your dad passing away. When people's parents pass away, you usually get the Ouija board and you try to call them. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that you call. Can you do that with the tarot card Like try to ask for someone to come to Like can I call for Tupac or Jeffrey Epstein
3: <laughs> Why would you, you pick those two Like you meet yeah, uh, to talk to anybody You want to talk to Tupac <laughs> and Jeffrey Epstein Yeah I want to
0: find out what the fuck together. You're going to tell us but Not together Different occasions
1: <laughs> I I don't purposely call anything in, what I actually do is I create a a circle of protection and I call in my own spiritual allies to to protect me and the person getting the reading. Uh, And the only thing allowed to come through the cards or into the cards is that person, their highest self, and their chosen, consciously chosen spiritual allies. Meaning that if you have a belief in God or Jesus or whatever, they can work with the cards, but nothing else can. Um, and if you don't have a spiritual belief like that, then just your highest self or however people want to think of that can. So I have had people's, uh, dead relatives seem to come through. Um, but I have, I don't. And what, how do
3: you know it's their relatives?
1: I don't know anything. I, as I'm doing the reading, they're like, that sounds like something my dad would say. Mm-hmm. And this card is totally exactly what he is like. And it just fits. Um, now,
3: now, a lot of times, you know, we've seen, uh, we've seen guys that are just supposedly channeling people on television, and the whole, the whole um, critique is that what they're doing is very, very uh, general, yes. fishing to get to a, uh, a specific thing, like old reading. A they call of it. I sense you've lost the yes. loss. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, was it an older relative? Oh my God! Yes. Was it? Was they it had
1: your- a D in their name. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so, was- so yeah.
3: So so have you had any things where you do that tarot card reading that you're like, that's the most specific thing that only that person would know in like in the terms of just like that you nail it kinda on the head, or is it-
1: So well- my my method, and I have no idea how other people read tarot cards, so, because I've never gotten a reading from anyone else, and I, except that one girl that one time. Yeah, I and mean, I've you never, went very
3: hard in the pain. I can understand yeah. why you don't go back to that. <laughs> right. You're like, nah, I'm good. I did yeah, it I'm once, good. and it
1: fucked my life. <laughs> yeah.
3: I couldn't even, it ruined my all my crystal mess speed, too. I yeah, ruined that. I can't do that I was going to
1: get it so high for days, and then I couldn't. <laughs> um, And then, I, so, and I don't know if my method is anything like anyone else either, so everything I say is just purely from me, but I, have had readings, every reading I give, honestly, touches people in a way that they're like, okay, wow, like, this is exactly, exactly what I needed to hear, exactly what's going on, it fits perfectly with this, but the way I do a reading, I don't, I don't guess what is going on, I'm like, here's what this card means, here's a few various interpretations of it, this is the symbolism of it, my feeling is that it might be like this, like, does that relate to your situation, and then they'll you know, figure it out if it does or not. So I don't, I don't say things like you're going to die on August 26th. Like <laughs> your dead mother is saying to change your underwear. Like I don't get specific.
3: <laughs> now uh, have you ever had any, and then we'll get back to your demonic uh, attachment. The terror. Um, <laughs> Have you ever gotten something? You're like, okay, I don't need to tell them that they don't need.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I have had a lot of awkward moments where I'm like, I am sorry to tell you this, but this basically sounds like you're being an asshole and you need to like really take a look at your shit and analyze, you know, like, stop it. You need to stop it now. <laughs> and they're just like, oh God, <laughs> like why? And I'm like, I can't help it. Cause I don't want to sugarcoat things for people. And I don't want them to waste a reading. Like if, if their higher self or their spiritual allies are like, Hey, listen up I don't want to be the one to be like no let's not talk about that
3: (laughs) Uh, have you ever had anybody have a weird reaction to that but like according to the cards you're an asshole like hey (laughs) no not cool man you're missing (laughs) that because you don't like me has anyone ever done that to you
1: generally what they do instead is I think also like what any of us would do we'd be like well no because I mean what it actually is saying is that I'm a really amazing person and that I like do all these things that that happen (laughs) oh yeah
3: Oh yeah. I'm like um.
1: Tell you. If it's pretty much like telling you this, and they're like, "No, no, no. See, it's like this." I'm like, "Okay." I guess. So interesting. <laughs> I guess that's, that's what you so want to take from it. But that's so, like the thing, right? Our higher selves are like, "Dude, just listen," and we're like, "Yeah, no, it's fine. Like, I got, I got low
3: frequency yeah. right now, and I'm not listening to what you're talking about."
1: <laughs> right. Um. You.
3: You. So you're. You. 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 Now you really seeing this demon thing. This Physically. entity. Uh, you realize that you have a, a a dark passenger. How do you get rid of that dark passenger? What do you end up doing?
1: Well, <laughs> I'm glad I, you asked. I'm glad you asked. Uh, and, and sorry, more. was that
2: the uh, was that the conclusion of the uh, sleep uh, no. uh, paralysis event? Oh, Johnny,
3: with the save, you're off the show, Johnny. Go on. <laughs> no, so uh, how does that? What what happened with the demon?
1: So I, okay, so it's, so I see it now and it's this black mass that has just come through my door. Again, my dog's on the other side of the door whining and growling. So that's adding to the the experience as well. And again, I'm trying to rationalize this, tell myself it's a ghost. And these things I have now learned are like incredibly psychic to the, they can read every thought you have. They know your whole history. They know everything you've ever done. Um, And so they can play off that and they do it in real time as well. And so they're the
3: NSA and the CIA of the the spirit world.
1: Exactly. Yes, (laughs) exactly. They're incredible. And this is why people who think that they can make an agreement and like trust them or that they won't be tricked are stupid because you don't even remember all your own thoughts and experiences, but they know them all.
3: (laughs) Oh, snaps.
1: You're never going to beat a demon at its game in my experience and opinion. And so it's hearing me basically tell myself that it's a ghost. And I, and in my head, I'm even thinking like, what if it's just a little kid who's confused about what dying was and they're just lost. And it in that moment starts to morph into the shape of like a small uh, female child. It no. was like the most disarming thing that I could see. Cause I have this incredibly soft spot for animals and children, you know, like I'm a very loving, compassionate. You sound like person. you're a female. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that thing I have going on about, about being a female makes me into that. So, <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm watching it morph into this little girl shape and I'm like, Oh, it is just a little, it's a little girl and she's just lost. She's scared and and I can somehow help her, I guess. Like all these things, like it's playing to my ego that I'm like, I can be the one who helps and like my, you know, want to help children and all these things is perfectly sort of like aligned to what can trick me. And so it also, by the way, it, when it morphs into this little girl child, it's like glowing yellow, but it also like a, like a goat, like you would imagine a ghost would kind of look like a glowing sort of yellow shape, but it still has this black, black aura. (laughs) That part didn't go away. And so I'm like, well, what, what can I do to help this little kid? I'm thinking in my head. And I literally this, um, it's like a voice. It's like somebody was speaking to me. It's not my own thoughts. It's not my own voice. It's like a, a strong Um, voice says that's just what it wants you to think and my like blood ran cold and I it it's this happened so quickly because I believe that that entity heard that voice say that too and knew that like oh my time's almost up or like she's gonna figure it out um and so I asked for uh help so it says that's what it wants you to think and i question oh it's not a little girl and then it starts moving towards me and then i'm like well what does it actually want if it's all and then i'm remembering the thing falling off the wall the flashlight and this other thing moving and like my dog growling and i'm like the bad feeling i had i'm like oh this thing is like evil and it's moving towards me and i shouldn't trust it and so i ask for um help i actually ask god for help because again i have this sort of christian background at this time and I swear to God, it's like, I asked for help as it's like right about to hit me. Oh, and, man. And there's like a, like it's moving towards me and there's like a barrier like appears and it hits the barrier. It was actually aiming for my heart chakra, my center, which is again, like the chest, the sitting on your chest or the um, old hag syndrome has always focused on this area. And I think that's because your heart chakra is the center of your being and sort of the center of your energetic, like, your soul or whatever. And I think that's a, a place where they would like to get attached because I think that's probably the hardest place to detach an entity from. Do you think
0: when, if you would have you touched you? Like, if you would have got to, you would have been, like, possessed or exorcism type of stuff, or you need a priest and the whole works?
1: I do think that, yes. I think I think that, that that's its goal, and that would be um, – more like what we would call an actual possession um and it still wouldn't there's something they call a perfect possession and it still wouldn't be that level which i think when you're at that level you maybe can't get out of it <laughs> ever hope maybe i don't know um but i think it would have been a lot harder than it was for me and it was already very very hard for me to were you, were you using
2: uh, when you said a black aura were you using that as an adjective or did you mean that literally like you thought i mean you were saying it's aura and it was black
1: it's it's Yes. So I also, um, see auras in real, in real life. Um, and I didn't necessarily at that time, or I didn't know what they were at least. And it looks exactly like that. Um, except most people don't have any black at all. And it was pure black. Um, but okay. before that, it was just like that nebulous, like cloud, which I think is what we would look like if we didn't have a body, you know, like our aura sort of like mm-hmm. goes around our body. And if our body has gone, we would also be like a nebulous cloud, but we wouldn't be black. Okay. <laughs> black is pretty That's
3: crazy.
1: It was pretty terrifying. Yeah. The, the worst part is when it hit this, you know, shield thing that I had asked for protection. Um, the sound that it made on that sort of astral level was like, um, something that I can never fully describe. And it was, it was like, if you can imagine like the hardest like metal band and also a building is crumbling behind it. And also like a hundred people are being tortured and dying at once. And also like, you know, dogs are howling. It's like every like loud cacophonous So Megadeth sound. video, is that what you're <laughs> talking no, like, about
2: a Megadeth that, video? Were you thinking it was painful? Like it was a painful event for the I think it was institute?
1: angry. I think angry. it was so... Pissed. I think it had planned this moment for so long and it thought that it had me like pegged and cornered and that it was going to get its goal and it didn't at the last second. I think it was just really, really pissed off.
0: Because it probably didn't expect you to call Jesus or call on God because he thought you were obviously not capable. a Christian. Yeah. You haven't gone <laughs> yeah. to church. You haven't, you don't have a, a, anything. Do drugs. Yeah. yeah. prayers, no nothing. It was literally did not expect it coming from me. Exactly. Did you get this?
2: Did before. Before you received that help, did you uh, – do you think this was going to be the last event in this series of events if that uh, had not happened? Or do you think that sort of precipitated it trying to rush, you know, rush to you? You know what I'm
1: saying? Uh, do you, so you mean if it didn't say that's what it wants you to think?
2: Uh-huh. Would it have uh, yeah, kind of tried to force itself? Uh, you, you haven't – you're not sure
1: I've never thought about that, and it's a great question. And I wonder, I wonder if you're right. And it wouldn't have, it would have just maybe like talked to me and told me things, <laughs> or you know.
2: But well, just that. I mean, and then with the end goal of eventually, you know,
1: like it still would have, I think, yeah. gone towards that goal, but maybe not that quickly. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting.
1: Wow. Yeah, okay. it is interesting because also that's uh, in a lot of ways might have parallels with our world and the things we see going on. And maybe if there's some forces on a larger scale playing their cards too quickly, and uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would you, uh?
2: were there any uh, recurrences, you know, I mean, would you say you've had any other brushes yeah. with this particular entity?
1: I don't know if it's the exact same entity, but I would guess that it has like a grudge against me. Oh, really? um, I definitely, so yeah, that story can, has some more to it too, if we wanted to go oh, into it. Oh, yes, it, but please. I, Okay. So I, I, when I, I woke up actually right after the loud clashing, screaming, horrible noise, um I, I forced myself out of the sleep paralysis. You know, if you've had sleep paralysis, you know, you can just like eventually wiggle a finger and then you can kind of wake up. So I did that and I instantly like jumped up and ran and, oh yeah, no, my mom was actually home this night. Cause I actually ran into her room in her bed and got in her bed with her, which you would think like, she'd be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like you're 16, get out of my bed. Um, But she just like rolled over and whatever. um, And I was just terrified. I was like, I don't know. I think I'm either fully insane um, or like demons are real. And both of those are horrible. (laughs) Neither is one that I want in my life. Um, And so I'm really stressed out. I'm, I'm freaked out. This thing is in my house. I don't know what to do. And I am having this experience where every time I close my eyes, I see like the worst horrible torture scenes of like, like hell, basically what I would imagine hell looks like of just like people and just disgusting things that I've never seen in movies before. I had no frame of reference for that either. It's not something that is coming from me as far as I'm concerned and it won't stop. And so it's really, really horrible all night long. I barely sleep. Um, and I go to school the next day because there's school the next day. And um and so you'd imagine I've been smoking crystal meth for a while and acid like all of these drugs you know I've gone to school on most of these drugs people are used to seeing me like that but I get to school and for the first time in my life people are like Lindsay what happened to you are you okay did someone die is your dog dead and I'm like what the hell like every single person I saw was saying that to me and I'm like this. Is messed up because <laughs> I'm not high. And even if I have been high, no one said this to me. It's like they can tell something horrible has happened and it's like still around me or something like it's on me. And I, it's like freaking me out more almost than the event itself did. You know, like I'm like, I need help. Like I can't just like live like this and have whatever this is on me and have these people like asking me if I'm, you know, like I, can't, I don't know what to do. Um, and so I, my friends that I grew up with, her parents are very, very Christian and there always have been. Um, in my life, and they were always telling me about how I'm going to attract demons to me because I do tarot cards, and how I'm going to like go to hell because I do drugs, and how I don't have to go down these paths because I can just, you know, have Jesus in my life and everything will be fine. And I'm like, okay, weirdos, like whatever. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, dude, if anybody will understand what just happened to me, it's going to be them. So I called them, you know, from a payphone because we don't have anything else, and. I'm like, I'm at school, but I need to come over. And they're like, okay, <laughs> like, this is rational somehow. Um, and so I go to their house, and I tell them what happened. And they're like, that's a demonic attack. Like, you've been attacked by demons, and you need Jesus. And I'm like, okay, like, how do we do it? Like, what what, what do I do now? Um, and they they have me say this prayer. And, uh, you know, it's basically inviting Jesus into your heart and your life is the prayer as far as I remember. And as soon as I said the part of like, Jesus, will you come into my heart and my life? I literally felt from my head all the way to my toes, this like, like all the darkness was gone. And I didn't even realize how much it had been clinging to me and like filling my mind and making me anxious. And, and all those things since the night before, until I said that moment had that feeling of full complete actual relief and i and i was like oh my god it's a (laughs) it really was a demon and it's gone now and invoking jesus actually is the thing that that ended it calling on god for protection helped in that moment right but the thing that actually got it like off me was was jesus and i'm not
3: interesting what's your take on the whole on jesus
1: I'm not, I'm not, people won't probably believe me, but I'm not actually like what people would call a Christian. I don't, um, I don't love the whole history of, of the church and all the things that go along with it. But, um, I have, you know, I'm like, you can think of it in so many different ways. You can think of it. Have you heard of like Rupert Sheldrake and morphogenetic fields?
3: Nope, but I'm interested. Johnny has.
1: <laughs> yeah. So his idea is that like... Johnny's put, in
3: weird chat rooms. He's heard all about that.
1: Yeah, you know. he His idea is that this, you know, your thoughts and your actions create like an energy field. And the more you do them, the more energy is in that field. And so you like add to it over time. And so Jesus, the word Jesus, the idea of Jesus has been gaining traction and energy and positivity for thousands of years and so you can believe in Jesus as a real entity a real person who exists and you know he works for Christianity and and he's a real dude and he'll come to you when you call or you can think of like thousands and thousands of humans have put positive feelings and ideas into this word and when you say it it just fills the room you know
3: that listen (laughs) this is what I've been telling everybody's gonna happen with Q oh good point Q Whatever Q started as, and he, I'm on a, a Sam. I get it, yeah. man. I'm telling you, you want to call it Mossad, you want to call it uh deep state, uh, uh um, Zionist, uh, uh, uh the military industrial whatever it is, it, it started as what it will become is what you're what was the term you just said earlier? Uh, More of a
1: genetic field.
3: <laughs> morphogenic
1: morphogenic field. field yeah
3: uh it is going to become something because people believe in it yes. and its energy is just going to keep growing and it's going to get away from whoever's doing the drops and it's go- and maybe the drops are real or maybe the drops are fake i don't know i'm not whatever you believe in i'm not trying to argue with that right. but what i'm telling you is what it will become
1: yeah and that will
3: be decentralized v for vendetta movement and that's what i see is gonna happen
1: i think you're absolutely right that that is a huge possibility because that that's the thing it's the same with that keck magic stuff with trump and and like you know like all these things is like all these people putting all this energy into it and it doesn't mean that we can control it like that thing now has sort of maybe almost a life of its own like a like a tulpa or whatever
3: i'm telling you man i you gotta text me that term because that's exactly what i see is happening here
1: yeah you it's should st- you should get rupert sheldrake on and then you should make him do rogue Waves with me
3: oh i'll <laughs> do that we'll do all that so uh, what i want to talk to you about is what we're going to hear in the comment section and yeah i want to address this: that you were just a tweaker and this was yeah. tweaker uh uh what's the word when you when you're Psychosis. affected by drugs yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what the guy it's you so did you have anything ever once you got sober that happened in the realm of this not necessarily that you got attached but somehow yes. these dark spirits and all that stuff came yeah. uh, and you had interactions kind of like this not on drugs
1: oh yeah since, okay. since then because I haven't done hard drugs since I was probably my early 20s I'm 38 now and so for what, at least 17 years, I've been having experiences not on drugs ever <laughs> that, you know, I still drank up for a while too, but I don't even drink now. But, um, but a lot of them have happened when I'm sober. And, and when you asked earlier, you know, are homeless people talking to demons? And I'm like, oh yes, they absolutely are. Because now I get this happy experience where um, entities who are attached to other people, like know that I know what they are and that they're there sort of, you know, if I, I can see like auras, I can sense sort of presences and and stuff and they know that I can and so they like to respond to me so if I'm like walking by a homeless person sometimes they'll look at me and they'll talk directly to my thoughts and that can't happen for especially from like a homeless person who's who knows on what kind of drugs and who knows and what level of of their own psychosis to to read my mind and respond to me I think that that is entity attachment and I think that is who they're talking to when they're talking to people and um and it's sad because then you look at this that cycle i mean how do you get out of a cycle when you're living on the streets and you have demons feeding off of you and you're on drugs all of the time that's, that's i
2: I I, I I totally believe that i saw a guy when i first moved to la this was kind of one of my series of welcome to la experiences <laughs> just saying fuck you and fuck you and punching himself in the face like oh. arguing with somebody fuck you no fuck you and then punching himself in the face and yeah. i totally believe that because yeah. i mean there's no it's just uh, yeah you you can tell that some people are just engaged in some kind of battle with some self-destructive force that really wants to take them down I totally believe that yeah
1: yeah and it's and it's real you know people that's the other thing you can think of it all psychologically too you can say like well those are that person's suffering from schizophrenia and they're experiencing this and that you, that's just an that's just another name for it as far as I'm concerned, but it's the same exact phenomenon and I don't know if you've ever heard of I've had Jerry marzinski on roadways and maybe you've had him on I don't know. No, Jerry Marzinski. No, he's rad. You should get him on because he's uh, um, he's worked in the field of psychology for decades. And he he had similar types of experiences where he's like, I can't explain these things any other way, except that there are some, some sort of spiritual entities that are attaching to these people, talking to them, influencing them, controlling them, and doing things that humans cannot do at all. Um, and he has so many stories that you're like, and this is from someone who's, you know, that's their... That's their educational background. That's their professional background. They're a materialist at heart, but they had to come there because they couldn't explain in any other way. There's no other, <laughs> there's these things that happen that, that we just can't explain away.
0: In, in LA, there's a lot of like uh, psychic readings you know what I'm talking about? You see them all over the place yeah, and they never go the down. Yeah, they're the only things that yeah. don't
3: get shut. I mean, it's like the most <laughs> economic proof business I've ever seen. I've, I mean, we have we have uh, Kenny Rogers roasters closing down everywhere and that's chicken. <laughs> but, you know, psychic readings, the the, the, the world there. could melt down and there'd still be psychic readings everywhere.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, and those, a lot of those people will tell you too. They're like, we, you know, I work with an entity. Its name is blank. They're the ones who tell me these things. And that, that freaks me out too. Because I think, again, I think there's a lot of people who think these entities can be good or that they can make deals with them or that they can sort of be the one in control. And I don't think that that's true. And I think there's always an um, imbalanced relationship going on and I think the the demonic and the, the entities are always the ones that are sort of getting the better end of the deal and that the person involved in it doesn't realize what they're giving up.
2: There's this term in biology that there's no biological free ride like if you're hmm. taking a you know a drug to get a high you 're going to pay for it later and i yeah. I think it's there's probably kind of the same thing going on there you know if you're getting something out of it you're certainly giving something too I would, yes. I would think right
1: exactly and that's and that's the other thing so these entities, like we were saying earlier, they want to feed off any energy they can if they can feed off you know the fact that I'm this naturally like bubbly like compassionate loving like I just spew love everywhere I go they're like oh I'll eat that I'll attach to you and just eat all of that from you if you're this person who's super depressed and you're like angry all the time and hateful like they'll eat that too you know if you're sorry, but like jacking off all the time, like pouring all the time, like they'll eat that. Like they do not care what the energy is. They just, if it's free and you'll let them have it, like they'll take
2: it. I'm curious though, because you're, you're touching on some themes that we see in magic too. You know, I'm kind of harnessing that injury uh, energy. Do you think that, uh, that magic is, uh, especially with the sexual energy, like you just mentioned, is that misdirected or, or, or can you actually harness it for your own to your own ends? What do you think?
1: I, I mean, I think that if you, just like sort of how I was describing my tarot readings, you know, like I I have this protection around me and I create it sort of cyclically and, and energetically. And I, I believe that it works and that's why it works. And then I, you know, um, invite my higher self maybe to do my own sort of readings for me or invite that person's higher self to do readings for them. And so I think you can do things positively with the, with the sort of energies and abilities that you have as a human being and that you don't need to ask spirits for help <laughs> and demons for help, basically. Um, and, I, and I don't think that there are I don't think that there's really like good spirits in that sense. I think that there are good spirits and entities, but I don't think that they're going to do those. They're not going to do card tricks for you. You know, like that, they're doing much more important like work sort of. So if you have something helping you, I think it's probably negative and you maybe you don't really realize it but I think you have your own skills just as a human being that we don't necessarily it's the same thing like we don't necessarily in our culture talk about it or develop it I think anyone can see auras for example I don't think that's evil I think some people might call it magic you know I think I do these readings some people might call it magic but it's it's not it's intuition and working with our our own psychology and our own emotions and our own spirit spiritual energies you know I don't think that's evil. so, yeah, I, I don't know if that answered your question, but it is. It it totally you know,
3: for me, man, it's just like black a uh, magic to me. I said before, it's just a, your your ability to control and affect the energy that is the simulation. That's my opinion. Yeah. That's yeah. what magic is. And these spirits are just energy forms within yes. assimilation that you could let in or you could keep away and all that stuff. I, yes. I believe it's all, like I've said, man. Yes. I believe what we live in is every single movie ever made, all going on at the same exact time. <laughs> yeah. So it's all possible: aliens, demons, uh, you know, uh, creatures, whatever. You know, lizard yes. people. uh, you know, multiple dimensions, time travel, and the travel, movie, all and the movie may
2: is- depend on who's perceiving it too. Like you could exactly. be living one movie, and I could be living a totally different movie. Like okay. genre How about ultimately? this,
3: man? What if? What if? we are all ourselves in our simulation but when we walk by somebody else's simulation we're npcs <laughs> we're somebody else's npc so um
0: um in hollywood have you ever heard uh terror readings going down in hollywood no like do you don't think anyone's possessed or celebrities they don't fuck with that it's oh, not no, their... I, oh yeah they fuck I, I with they, that too. yeah Big I think, time. i mean I
3: think
1: they eat on, babies sorry. and <laughs> I mean, like, I think they're doing way darker
3: shit than tarot readings. I mean, dude, Jennifer Lopez straight up says she's into voodoo. We talked about that before. She well, put like, voodoo curses on ex boyfriends. Her one yeah. just died, her ex husband's. Like, dude, literally that vagina is possessed. I'm telling yeah. you right now. I mean, we see with these witches, it happens all the time, dude. They start dating guys, and, dude, they're just, these guys' lives just crash and burn
1: it's seriously there there's um people who i can't remember who now because i'm really bad at pop culture but there's people talking about like their alter egos that they invited in um i think beyonce has one i think like Nicki minaj or something because they like have names they're like oh that's like walter walter we takes just over. Did a whole
3: episode on that yeah and <laughs> uh all these pop divas all have um alter uh, alter egos
1: demons <laughs> yeah i mean you can see it too when they're like come in you if you watch the videos you can see like the moment that like a demon takes over beyonce well and yeah look at like look black. at lady
2: gaga she does a wardrobe change every time one takes yeah. over so it's like i mean she's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> outfits.
1: A, and
3: what if mk ultra is just them breaking you down so you let in different demons and different personalities
1: that's what i think <laughs> yeah Damn. i i think that it's it's really dark and then i think look at them times when they like break down and they're crying for help Ugh, I, I'm, I'm curious just like those uh, Lindsay,
2: what do you think of representations of this in popular culture do you think that they are uh trivialized uh, to some end like to make people think that it's it's more of a more of yes. entertainment than something uh yeah
1: real? i think it's like that quote um that kevin spacey says in the movie that i can't remember <laughs> the name of where he says the greatest trick the devil ever played was making oh, the world yeah. believe it didn't exist
3: yeah, yeah, and that is, uh is—I think that was Usual Suspects, right? Thank you. And when you talking about Kaiser Sose, when he's talking about, Sose, Sose, he's talking yeah. about himself, <laughs> but I also believe that saying is simply said so that people believe in the devil. And I believe the devil doesn't exist. I believe it is dark energy, of the black cube and all that stuff. And they created right. Lucifer. I'm not saying there's not bad energy and dark energy no, right. because that is incre- in part of the black cube of Saturn worship. But I'm saying the devil itself and hell, they created that. Satanism, in, to me, was created so no one looked at uh, Saturn worship.
2: Well, so Sam, took- you know, I mean, at this point, that may be a distinction without a difference, though. If, if, like she says, we have over the generations packed that word with so much meaning.
3: Ah, Johnny. You know, it could be, Johnny.
2: It, you know, but seriously, though, it could no, be I do agree. that really that. has a lot of power uh on its own apart from what which i definitely think that infrastructure you just described exists but it could be that the you know the devil has this has its own sort of mojo its own
1: field and i think it's the it's like i was saying too i think you can you can give things different names and in the and in the reality it's the same exact phenomenon we're just calling it slightly Mm -hmm. different things we're seeing it totally you see that with religions i mean it's every religion
2: is this yeah trying to describe something
3: wow Wow. Well, Lindsay, you came, you, uh, kicked a whole lot of butt today. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, so one more good. time. This was so good. Yeah, I that could do good. We We're going to have you back again, ASAP. Awesome.
1: Um, I'd be happy. discussing Discuss
3: some more, uh, you know, but I got, uh, you know, so why don't you tell us again where you can find you on the internet and where we can find you, uh, your podcast.
1: Yes. So I would love it if people go to rogueways.org because that's my hub where they can get, you know, to everything that I do. I do tarot readings. I make um, orgone jewelry that people can buy um, to keep themselves, have some, some good energy around them. And I also write books. And I just published my sequel to my novel yesterday. So there's two out of three books done now. The sequel just dropped yesterday. It should be available on Amazon today or tomorrow, depending on, you know, how that works out. It's called Earth a Trough in Time. It actually has many of my own experiences embedded into the sort of the storylines. A lot of the shit we talked about today is is the book. That's the plot. And it's super, it's a great book. So Go buy that if you want. I'm going to be doing some specials on that as well. And Rogue Ways, of course, is the uh, show that I do. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, rogue Ways people. The biggest mistake people make is they type Rouge instead of Rogue. It's uh, Rogue is R O G U E. <laughs> so find Rogue Ways, and then it's also on every podcast. You know, if you have a podcast app and you like to listen, it's on every podcast app as well. So well, love
3: to have you. Uh, we can't thank you enough for coming on, and uh, we appreciate you, and we look forward to doing this again uh in the near future okay Lindsay.
1: awesome thank you so much uh i love you guys it's it's seriously an honor and thank you for having me on
3: no problem guys thank you guys so much thank you xg thank you johnny and guys we'll talk to you guys soon and uh we appreciate you and i hope to see everybody in wisconsin appleton wisconsin the 10th through the 12th we'll talk to you guys soon take care